0: fuck's Do you know what? Fuck it. Let's go in with the laughing. Welcome to bizarre tales. Welcome back. It's what well, fucking hell. how long's it been, Lee? Uh, years. See, it feels like years. It's been at least a month. Mm. And this well, is. No, oh, we did a
1: live show. Yeah, that was about three weeks, four got weeks stop ago. Stop doing that clicking thing. Huh?
0: I would. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite annoying. But welcome back. It's annoying me. Yeah, welcome back. We've got no uh, no housekeeping today because none of you have left a review. No one's sent well, us any messages. Someone
1: did say my cock left a little too much headroom. <laughs>
0: yeah, not on, not on the podcast I'm on about. No, oh, no, not, not on your the t- no, no, not your grinder profile. No, it's just, I'm on yeah, about it was just
1: grinder. Yeah, I'm on about actual like think, podcast um, reviews. Yeah, but no, apart from that. But I did run into Goatman. You did. I did. Well but I'll I'll what? You didn't run into it. Well, it's not, not,
0: not, you're making up. it sound like you walked down the street and Mr. Thomas no, was in front was of you. A, it, was a, it was a. Mr. Thomas. Tumnus. Tumnus. Yeah. What? I can't believe you've never seen Chronicles of Narnia.
1: Is that the Lion the Witch in the Draw? Yeah, or?
0: yeah, that's the one, yeah. I've seen. What? Um, no. You've not seen it? Yeah, I know it. The little goat man in there. It, it's called <sighs> Mr. I can't Tumnus. Remember. Hell. Probably what about William Shakespeare? A of... Hello? Mids-
1: Midsummer Night's Dream? He doesn't exist. He does. Well, well I, he no, I don't exist. Think. There was a William Shakespeare in Staffordshire, wasn't there? They won't even spell his own name. Yeah, I think he was more so of a wrote persona <laughs> yeah. than uh, an it, actual. Was, it Well, what it was, it's what they use now. It's this. They have. He's um, an implement to get the message across. So it's a state. You he's know a, what I mean? It's a propaganda. Yeah, it's a propaganda machine. Hmm. And it's given a name and, an, you know. A and no one has propaganda. to know who it was, but you think about all the things he knew. He knew too much mm. to be one. Well, you
0: listen, you watch *Midsummer Night's Dream* and all the the fairy creatures that he talks about, and I, I haven't watched it. Is there is there a film on that? I, do you know, there might be. There might be a film on it. There's, if not, get
1: yourself down watch to the theatre. I can read. I'm dyslexic. Go to the theatre. Huh? Go to the theatre. Oh yeah, what well, are them little binoculars? What people sit there going? Eah! <laughs> you sit near if you the have fr- to fucking pay right, and then and then purchase binoculars to see some of it, it's not fucking worth it, is it? No, I suppose. Wait not. for the film. Is, I don't. I'm not sure if there is a film. Well, there should be. There might be. When some was or, that Midsummer's thingy out
0: then? A Midsummer Night's yeah. Midsummer Night's Dream. When was it written? It would have been written in the 1500s. And there's no film. I don't know. I've never seen a film. There must be. There's yeah. a bit of a delay, delay there between there the, the book be and film. the film. There must be. There must be. Uh, Recreations of all the Shakespeare's books as films. I would say so. Romeo and Juliet's been done. It's been done as gnomes. Nomeo and
1: Juliet. Juliet. Ozzy Osbourne was in that one. <laughs> he was. Yeah, he played he did, the little yeah, uh, the deer yeah, or something. Yeah, <laughs> I remember like and put the kids had it on. And I was like, oh should I, should I and I was like, that's fucking Ozzy. What, the, what are they watching? You know, I mean? <laughs> we need to turn it off quick. But no, it was the gnome
0: film. and Juliet. Yeah, he's also in the new one. It's a uh, Sherlock gnomes. yeah, of course it is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But, um, wow If you couldn't but, guess I have children Yeah I did get caught short this week You're going to elaborate I mentioned, Yeah I thought I'd mention this Because I wondered if it had happened to anybody else But So I get in And I'm like Right I'm going to order us a, a kebab yeah mm. This is like a nightly thing But
0: Oh and to Americans It's not the kebabs you think Because yeah, they're better Yankees do weird kebabs yeah. yeah For starters they call them kebabs Kebabs Yeah Right? (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, theirs are all like barbecued on a skewer. Well, let's
1: say pizza then, because that's universal. Yeah. Apart from we have ours with chips, fries.
0: No, no chips. If
1: you don't have pizza with chips, then there's something wrong. Yeah. Half a pizza, chips, and coleslaw. Pizza platter. Right? Yeah. Take that to the bank. That's the way forward. Anyway, what was I saying? You interrupted me again. Sorry. Um, You got caught short. That's right. I did. So I came in. Put a load of washing on, so I run, run the order through, and this, they always say like, it'd be about 45 minutes, whatever. So I put a load of washing in, and I just I thought I needed shit, right? So I'm going to have a quick shit before the fucking... I've got, got 45 minutes, I've got loads of time, right? So I've chucked the load in, the washing machine, just about to run into the bathroom for uh, for the toilet, and then noticed that I haven't put the, the liquid in the machine. You know those stupid things you've got to put inside the washing machine? The aerial pods, yeah. yeah. Right? So you can't just open the drawer now and put the shut so I have to turn the washer off. Wait for the door because it like it's got a fifteen second mechanism in it. So yeah, because otherwise you open it, it and we'll, crawl it. well, I think it's more you. the fact that water will go everywhere. Well, that as well. Yeah, there. but um, so I had to wait for that to open. Piss about when I had to turn it off at the wall. Eventually it opened. I put the the, the stuff in. Shut that up. And I thought, oh, I still need that crap. So jumps on the toilet. Literally, just released me bowels. Ding dong. I'm like, oh, no. This can't be happening. So like, what do you do now? So I was like, well, well, you know what I did? I I, I just chuck some roll up there <laughs> temporarily, <laughs> run to the door, <laughs> suck the thing off. I was like really rude because I was like, yeah, there's your buddy. Fuck it off. <laughs> Shoot the door at him. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, Merry Christmas. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> and then run back to the toilet. And I, I was like, i got another a shower now. Cause it's not just good enough now, is it? To no, you can't stop, yeah. you have to get in the shower yeah. now. So then I had to have a shower. So then, like, got out, and my pizza was cold, or my cab was cold. And it was like it just ruined my day. Yeah, yeah. I must admit, I I ain't got over it. They, that they do say that ago. the doorbell
0: goes at the worst time, absolutely. It
1: did. Well, yeah. that was the washing machine's fault, wasn't it? Anyway, today I'm talking about. Yeah, this is completely irrelevant to the story. I'm today. going to talk about the goat man, obviously. I'll mention that at the end because it's quite interesting. Well, interesting. Some people find it interesting. But anyway, it happened, and they are real. So, there you go. Mm. Take it from me. So, I'll go into this first, though. So, I want to go into Cisco Grove UFO case, right? And I was looking into another UFO case, but the Wattcast covered it. Yeah. Um does seem to be that that happens
0: quite regularly doesn't it like we rarely... you speak to Matteo and yeah. Jerry and that from other podcasts and go oh, I'm thinking of doing this and you go yeah I did that last week you know, it's like, like the zeitgeist isn't it yeah you know what I mean but it, Weird.
1: but if I was to do it now like I was copying them but anyway yeah we've it in a
0: few weeks when we're not copying them
1: yeah so yeah. I, so another one that came across I run across as I was looking into that was this one so I thought well I'll do this one first and then uh, the Whatcast can copy me. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, actually, Matteo did bring up some good points. Anyway, the point uh, we'll get into that. So, right. So this is September fourth, nineteen sixty four, and a twenty-eight year old man by the name of Donald Shroom, right, and a group of friends who were Vincent Alvarez and Tim Trueblood went out bow hunting in the Cisco. Well, it's called... It's Tataho National Forest, but this particular part of it was uh, Cisco Grove in place of California. Okay, so the three men went out hunting as they would and during the hunt became separated. But this wasn't an unusual thing. You know, all the men here were avid hunters, avid outdoorsmen, yeah? They could yeah. handle themselves and all the rest of it. So this was no worry. So they spent the remaining time hunting... And um obviously then it it became starts to go dark, right? Dust mm-hmm. starts to fall. So obviously at that point you you're gonna try and make your way back to base camp, okay? And that's what Donald did. He tried to find his way back, but he just couldn't seem to track where he come from. Um again. It's not. It's like he's, he's not worried or anything because he knows he can survive the night there, and you know he knows what he's doing. So it's not. It's not an issue. It's not a major issue. But obviously he does try and get back before nightfall. Uh, it was interrupted though because he heard a sound of a, a large animal coming through the the undergrowth. Uh, at that point he was thinking maybe I don't know it's some sort of predator animal that's closing in on, on him. So he took to climbing a tree. Now he he had on his person a military belt. All right. Right. And I don't know if these military boats are extra long, um, and I presume they are. Do you remember like... Yeah, they're normally like survival ones. Them cloth ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what i take this to be, because he was able to wrap this around the tree uh, and hold it and then shimmy up the tree. Okay. All right. So he used this belt to get up the tree, and then he waited up there for quite a while, because this thing was moving around, this animal, which he never saw, was moving around in the bushes around him, and he knew it was large, and he knew it was... Circling him in a way that he knew that it knew he was there. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, he knew something was but there. But
1: it never materialised. It never showed itself. Uh, so eventually he came down the tree, but light was fading fast now. Uh, and at this point he realised that he probably didn't have enough time to get back to base camp. Okay. All right. So he set about making some signal fires. So a series of little fires, just so they could light them when it got dark. And then the other lads, if they if they n- remained together. Obviously, they might come back out looking for him. Yeah. So this, the idea was he lets, lights these signal fires and the two guys uh, would be able to hone in on him and, and Save, rescue him. Yeah, find him. So that was his plan. You know, a decent enough plan. So he lights the fires, climbs back up the tree for safekeeping, and he harnesses himself with that said belt to the tree so he doesn't fall out if he falls asleep. Round the right. waist, I'm assuming. Yeah. Round the neck, yeah, around a a neck would be a bit stupid. would be very stupid. Yeah. So anyway, he climbs up the uh, tree. This tree, incidentally, is about 30 foot tall. So it's a decent yeah. sized tree. And he's quite a ways up, you imagine? Uh, you know, before it gets too thin. But he's the, you know, near enough at the top of the
0: tree. Mm. I'm picturing um, The Hunger Games. Have you ever seen The Hunger Games?
1: No, I was going to watch it the other night and never got round to it.
0: Yeah, I'm pi- if there's a part in the first Hunger Games where she does tie herself to... A tree.
1: She's quite nice, isn't she? Yeah, she's not bad. Does she get her boobs out in it?
0: No, she doesn't get a boobs no, out in anything. That's why I haven't watched
1: it then. But anyway, so... Um, <laughs> what was I saying before you went up to me again? I don't know. Sorry. Um, let me have a sip of this. Medicinal. Mm. Right, so... He's up the tree. Night's falling. Okay. In the distance, he sees a light... Okay. ...coming towards him. Through the canyon, and obviously at this point he's thinking this is a search party. Yep. The problem is, it's it is zigzagging through the forest, but it's not undulating. You know, like if someone's walking with a torch. That's you're a nice word. Yeah. Um. That's what Carl's having it. No. No. So anyway, <laughs> you've ruined it. You've had yourself sound so clever, and now you've ruined it. I ain't it. clever. I'm dyslexic. Anyway, so. He sees this light, and it's bobbing. It's not bobbing up and down, which you'd expect if it was a headlamp Mm -hmm. or something of that nature. You'd expect it to be bobbing up and down, which you know is unusual. But then he thinks, well, it might be a helicopter flying above the tree, the canopy, um, which would you know, which would make sense. He can't hear any noise, which is unusual because obviously it's down the canopy. But he lights a flare. He has a flare on him. And he starts mm-hmm. waving the flare about, you know, to try and track the, track the attention of this helicopter. And he does. Uh, this cr- craft uh, changes its course and starts making a beeline for him. All right. It's at this point when he realizes there's no noise. And it's close enough now, if it was an helicopter, you would be hearing noise. Okay. He also sees that this is an unusual shape. It's more like a, a cigar sort of shape. And as it, because it comes quite close to him, it, it seems to drop too it has so. You can imagine this is this is dark, right? This thing's not necessarily illuminated, but you can see it against the the you know, the moonlight's lighting yeah. up. You can see that it's metallic, and you can see that it's um, cigar shaped, and it seems to have struts coming out of it with other objects attached to it. Yeah, uh, either attached. To have it you or seen Gold Member?
0: Gold Member. <laughs> Austin Powers, Gold Member. <laughs> he has a rocket in the shape of a willy
1: yeah, well, it's like that. Yeah, right. that's, a, yeah. that's... No, no, it, it's not like that, because it's um, these things but alongside it, it. But he, but he I talked to a kid then, I said, "Willie, Will yeah. <laughs> Like a fucking child. As it's approaching him, he's not quite sure whether these things are attached to it or just flying yeah. next to it, okay? But, right. again, they drop. one of them drops to the ground. Okay. Which is unusual. He gets a little bit worried now, right? Mm. He turns... A- Remember, he's up the tree. So he's sort of, in, you know, in the canopy. And he looks to his right and he sees another craft, a dome-shaped craft. This is possibly the thing that dropped to the dropped to the ground. So he sees his second craft, and it's a dome-shaped craft. And it's only about 1,500 feet away from him, so fairly close. And again, it's quite alarming, as you can imagine. Hmm. And he's he's just... Wondering what to do. And it's about this point when he hears rustling coming from the bushes. Not immediately below him, but if you imagine this tree setting like a little bit of a clearing. uh, Hence why you put the the fires there. So, just a little bit away through this clearing, he hears rustling coming from the bush ahead of him. Now, he obviously had this earlier on. He's thinking that it could be this animal coming back. But out from this clearing, to the edge of the clearing, comes this humanoid figure. About four to five foot tall, and it's dressed in a silver suit, which is it goes from feet all the way up to a hood. All right, and okay. it has ruffles what he describes as ruffles on the elbows, on the shoulders. So it's almost like it's made to move, flexing those areas. Yeah, right. So it's you know, this thing is humanoid to all intents and purposes, it looks you know, like us the other thing, obviously with it being dark and you could only see through the moonlight and the silver suit was reflecting most of the moonlight, moonlight anyway but he would, he, could, he was able to make out that it, it did seem to be wearing some sort of um, respirator or some, you know, some form of mouthpiece yeah. and its eyes were sticking out, bulging out almost and he likened that to welding goggles right, that could have been the creature's eyes, it could have been uh, a helmet of some description that it was wearing underneath this hood, this silver hood. Um, the thing seemed to be more interested in the in the um, flora. You know, the, it was looking at the different types of leaves. Uh, it was examining things like that, that. It was examining the floor, and it seemed to notice the smouldering remnants of the fire, and walk over to that. And as it started walking over to him, this across the clearing, another one of these creatures came out um, from the wood line and also made a beeline for the tree. When they got to the tree, they recognised he was there. Again, he, he, whether he made a noise or you know alerted them to the fact or whether they just knew he was there for when they got close enough, I don't know. He didn't know. But what he does know is that they both looked at him, so they'd, they'd seen him, and, and now he's a little bit really worried, okay? Hmm. They... Went to the base of the tree, and both of them... He said they're almost trying to climb the tree now. So these two figures... And like I say, with the the suits, everything was covered. So even the hands were covered in gloves. And he said they had extremely long fingers, right? And they were trying to work out how to to climb the tree. But they didn't seem to have an idea of the first thing about how you climb a
0: tree. not normal, is it? So
1: they both had a go. I can't climb trees. No. At some point, they sort of took a step back, and he thought, well, maybe they'd give up, right? And they made like um, like, a, like a, what do you call it? Is it a cooing noise? You know, the, the noise that owls make, right? A hoot. Like a hooting noise to, to each other. Well, he, he, he seems to think they was talking to each other, but out of the opposite side of the clearing came this uh, other humanoid-looking being... But this time it was it was almost twice as big as it. it was about seven foot tall, you know, it was fairly big, and it was basically a robot to all intents and purposes. So it was a similar sort of build to them. So, um, you know, a stocky human sort of build, no discernible neck, um, uh, a, a big square head with um a really low, wide, uh, lower mandible. Right.
0: Sounds like Simon.
1: Yeah, and to be honest with you, it sounds like. If you imagine a big foot without hair on, that's what it looks like. That sort of shape. Mm. So maybe. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. It's tall. So it comes across, and it's almost ordered by these two creatures, and this robot. And this had same again, big, balding, glowing eyes. This time though, red eyes. Yeah. And it walks across to a tree, and it looks up at him, mm. and it emits this cloud of vapor. Right, and as soon as it hits Donald in the tree. He becomes nauseous, and then he passes out. Again, he doesn't know how, how long went past here, right? Since he, he 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 passes out, he doesn't know how long went went by. But mm. when he awakes, these things still stood at the bottom of the tree. The other two creatures are slightly stood back. um, And they're looking at him. So he's like, what the fuck? So he, at this point, he's like, right, this thing's... At this point, it's almost attacked him right in his head this is war yeah Yeah. so he's got his bow with him and he's still got three arrows in his quiver that's all he had left after hunting all day so he takes an arrow draws it and fires it at this this thing's still at the base of the tree so he fires it and it hits it and creates sparks right so it's kind of metal on metal Um, and it it sort of stumbles back a little bit but then after a few seconds it comes back to the tree and it Opens its mouth and it emits another cloud of vapor, right? And he goes again. Now, luckily, he fastened himself onto the tree with that belt. Otherwise, he'd be down, right? So, again, he wakes up. This thing's still there. He gets another arrow, fires it again. And again, it it staggers back. And he takes his last arrow and fires it again. And it staggers back again. But again, it doesn't seem to do any... Apart from the sparks coming off it, it doesn't seem to do any lasting damage.
0: That seems like the most pointless thing ever. Like, you yeah. shot it once, it didn't
1: work. You so. could have in it in a better place, though. I would have shot the other ones. Because they seem more... At this point, they seem more fleshy. This clearly looks like a robot. And he describes it as looking like... You know the the archetypal 1950s sci-fi robot? Mm. You know, the clunky sort of... That's exactly what this thing looked like. I'll show you a picture of it soon, but... And he describes it as that. And it, it was clearly a robot of some description an automaton right so I'd have probably shot one of those other things yeah incidentally when he shot the first arrow and this thing struck this thing the UFO that was just over the distance there the ridge line it shot back immediately and so did the other two little figures they shot back so all three of those things shot back as if to say what the hell and they just like instantly they had gone from being under the tree to being 15 feet inside the wood line boom gone or, you know, where the edge like of the wood line was. Mechanism. Yeah, and the UFO did the same thing as well. And he saw that, you know. Mm. But it's almost like the... And the UFO I saw was... I think the UFO I saw was conscious. And this, to me, tend, it some sort of conscious link between the, the, the beings on the ground and that craft for it to do it instantaneously like that, mm. as they did it, right? Just saying. Okay. So, it comes back to a tree, emits another cloud of vapour. He passes out again. Anyway, he comes round the second, the third time, whatever it is now, and he he he's run out of things to to um, do. I mean, he even threw his canteen. He had a canteen with him. He threw that. He even threw his bow at it. And then he had he had had a bit of a brainwave. He thought fire. Right, mm-hmm. wild animals don't like fire, so he takes his cap off and his hair was all greased up with the oil of the day. You know that. Yeah, the, the, the like brill cream and that. So this this hat. So he lit it, and it was it just went up, right. So he just threw that at this creature, and this creature did back up from that, and it was puzzled by this fire, right. And he's it he spent a lot of time looking at it. But um, again, after the fire went out, the creature approached the tree again. Uh, so he he ended up lighting like everything, apart from his underpants, basically and his trousers to some extent he, he lit everything else he even through he had like pocket change in his pocket he threw that at it mm. he lit his top he lit his his coat set them on fire and chucked it just to try and get this thing to back off um, so you can imagine now what sort of state he was in medicinal again
0: medicinal it's fucking hot chocolate
1: a little whiskey so anyway There's a got whiskey in there? yeah Irish Runs out of things to throw at this thing, yeah, mm. and it uh, emits another cloud of vapor. Again, like I say, if he wasn't attached to the tree, he would have fell out by now. So he comes around, and it's beginning to become dawn. This time, and he comes around. So this ordeal's gone on all night. He looks down. He thinks, "Well, it's turning daylight. I'm saved by the you know by the daylight sort of thing." Well, he looks down, and at the base of the tree. The creature still there or this being still there the, the other thing seems more like creatures this thing seems more like a robot so i think that's what we'll call it it is robot mm. and that's when he noticed another being coming from the, the front of the brush and it was another robot anyway these two spoke to each other in like this chirping noise again and they came over to each other and they stood facing each other and then he said like an arc of energy or electricity sparked between the two creatures. Um, from the chest area, so they stood, you know, a few feet apart. This energy starts, you know, going between them, and then it forms like a ball of energy in the middle, like an orb of energy. And he's thinking, "Wow, well, this is it." You know what I mean? It's going to go bang in it. Um, with that, this vapor started animating, animating from this ball of energy, right? And okay. he passes out again. Um, when he come round this time, everything had gone. The beings are gone, the, the the robots are gone, the craft are gone. So, he makes his way down a tree, right? When he gets to the base of the tree, he's looking around, and he's absolutely fucking terrified, right? He looks around, and he sees this vapour coming up, and he thinks, fuck, they're here still. Anyway, it turns out to be the old signal fire that he made. It was the, the remnants of that. And yeah, absolute fucking that shits him up. Mm. He started making his way to base camp, and he was that drained and exhausted, and probably cold because this was you know September, um, and he'd been up, spent the night in a tree with no clothes on essentially because he launched <laughs> them all these creatures. Them all um, he passed out a few times. He was sick as well, but he kept falling down. But eventually, he did make it back to base camp, and his two friends were waiting for him there. Uh, they took, you know, a look at him and, and tried to nurse him back to health as best they could. Uh, and he explained the story to him. You know, he was he was frantic. You um, and they believed him, right, because they had seen a cigar shaped craft themselves on that previous night, moving across, moving through the forest. So they went back to the area where it had happened, see if there was any sort of evidence left behind. Apart from the burnt clothes, the smouldering clothes that he he'd thrown on the floor, and his canteen, and his bow, and that, which he picked up, and his arrows, by incidentally picked them up as well. Uh, there was no signs of these creatures ever being there. No footprints, nothing. Um, you know where the craft had seemed to come down. They had a look there, and they couldn't find any indentations, anything to say that the craft had even landed there. Um, it's almost like the scene had been cleaned up after them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which again is weird but you don't know how much time's passed you know this is he just kept passing out and waking up so we don't know but anyway um they went back and he didn't tell anyone because he was um he was a defense contractor for the military he worked on missiles right so it's not good practice to start talking, I mean, obviously today this is what we're talking about in the sixties here. Today it's a little bit different because it you in fact there are channels now where you have to report UFOs in America. Um, hmm. In the in the UK it's it's been fairly open for a long time where you, you know it has been reported. We have we used to have um, we do have a desk for that sort of thing, you know, channels for that. In America they have literally now opened channels where you must tell them because they want to get to the bottom what's going on. Um, but this is the 60s so it's slightly different he didn't want to tell anybody but he did tell family members right Um, the thing is it was weighing on his conscience a little bit because he knew what he'd seen was important right and could very well be important to the defense of America yeah the the military might need to know about this but, but he's conflicted because he's like well if I tell them they're not going to believe me and I lose my job. So he's got these two sort of emotions running around all the time. And and his wife even said that he was basically a nervous wreck after this. He he suffered from anxiety. Um, He didn't before. I mean, he was a hunter and outdoorsman and all the rest of it, but he he was terrible. He was like, you know, anxiety. And I mean, I suffer from anxiety, so I know what that's like. But this come from this incident, as you can imagine. Do you remember when he's up the tree, he doesn't know what's going to happen. He's defenseless after his bow's gone. Mm. Um... You know, he just don't know. So anyway, he told family members, and I think it was his mother-in-law, knew an astronomer, and she told him. Right. This astronomer thought this story needed investigating, and he, he told the, I think it was McKellen Air Force Base. He knew someone there, and he told them. They contacted Donald and asked him to meet them off base, there was a property development being built, um, just you know, within the vicinity, and they asked him to meet him at one of these houses, you know, like a built, like it's just being built, mm. right? It's fully, you know, it's fully built, it's ready for someone to to buy, but it's not occupied yet. And they asked him to meet him there, so off base, which is fucking weird, isn't it? And they asked him to bring the arrows with him, the ones that he fired, yeah, all three. So anyway, he gets there. Um, They ask him loads of questions about the incident. Obviously, he tells them pretty much what I've just told you there. And they ask for the arrows. He he gives them the arrows and they um, take them with them because the arrows had struck this creature, this tin man, and they obviously, the arrowhead probably had shards of that metal on it and that was going to be analysed. That was the plan. So they took the arrows off him and then basically told him that he'd been pranked. This was all a prank, you know, it was some kids messing about in the woods. If anybody asks you, that's what happened, sort of thing. Which, you know, is bullshit, isn't it? He knows it's bullshit, they know it's bullshit, but they don't want him telling anybody. So, for the next few years and that, he, that's what he does. He basically keeps it to himself, doesn't tell anybody else. Doesn't hear back from the military what they found on their arrows, do not get his arrows back, none of that shit. Um, later on, so this is years later, uh, the story got about and a couple of the Muf- uh, Mufo uh, guys, they got uh, in touch with him and asked him to um, basically tell a story and they put it in a book called Aliens of the Forest and that's available to buy if anyone wanted to buy that. And that tells the full story of what happened, but that's the story in a nutshell, so to speak. I know it's more than that, but... <laughs> Um, it's your size nutshell. Yeah, but it's interesting. You've you've got loads of different elements, have not you, going on there? Yeah, um, you've got you know organic sort of beings. Although I didn't see too much of them, they did feel a bit more less machine like, let's say. And then you've got the machines, mm. and they they're controlled by these things, but they do these strange energy things. You know what was the vapor? Oh yeah, that was another point. He actually went and got himself checked out because he was so nervous that that vapour caused serious damage to him because he had no idea what it was. Other than it made him feel sick and it put him to sleep. He didn't know what the vapour was and he thought he might be suffering from cancers, tumours, anything, yeah. yeah. So he did have himself checked out and he was fine. So whatever that vapour was, was, you know, not life-threatening. So I suppose that's a bonus. Incidentally, um... I listened to um Dave Pilatus. he's got your uh, you know most people know Missinformed one he's actually got a youtube channel and he mentioned this case fairly recently and he 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 mentioned another guy who had been found who had fallen out of a tree yeah and he said like obviously it, he he obviously knew about this ufo case so it was like when he, when he heard this, another guy that tied himself to the tree with a belt, and you know, and he felt maybe similar. Who knows? But this is a recent case, and this guy did die at the yeah. scene. Um, I, I mean, they weren't sure if he died from falling from the tree, um, but he, yeah, know, that he died. So, yeah, hmm. could be related, but you know, if anyone hasn't checked that out, then go and check Dave Ch- uh, Dave's channel. I think it's under Canam. On YouTube, something like that. But if you put "missing form," if you put Can-Am, like um, Canada, America, I think that's what it stands for, something like that. But if yeah. you if you put if you put that in "missing form," one, then you'll get his channel, and uh, he does some really good, interesting stuff on factual news as well. With the what the uh, the wokes won't like, the wokers <laughs> won't like it because it's the facts. I All doubt right. we have very many. No, we don't. But
0: I, I yeah. mean, I I'll genuinely. It's one thing I have always wondered with this podcast is is how many do we have that are sort of woke? Yeah, none. No, I would. Uh, I would think we'd have a lot lower score on iTunes if, we, yeah, if yeah. we had.
1: I don't think they've got time for listening to to that. They're all making no, vegan too busy
0: things. tying themselves to motorway yeah, fucking yeah.
1: things, creating vegan things. So yeah, so that's that. So. You know, answer mm. on a postcard what you think that is.
0: And... I mean, maybe it was a prank. I mean, it seems... <laughs> seems a little bit too yeah. unlikely to be, but you never know,
1: do you? I mean, wouldn't it be best for the military just to say to him, look, we'd, pre- we'd appreciate if you didn't tell people about this?
0: Well, they probably do. In America, it's a case of you don't say anything or we'll. Can...
1: Yeah, but they don't say that. Do they? they say, you didn't see that. Like when people see a Bigfoot or whatever, they come round. The so-called men in black, they come round and they say um, they're not actually they're one. the The normal people that show up when people have seen bigfoot and report is there's like a lumber ga, lumberjack lumberjack guy, guy character, and then a guy in a suit. They're the two guys that normally turn up, and mm. lots of people reported that. Um, one's good cop, one's bad cop. And they're basically... Yeah, you will say, like, if you don't fucking do what we tell you, we're going to fucking hurt you and that. And then the other one's like, we'll just deny that this ever happened, blah, blah, blah. And if you're going around telling this, we'll just tell people, that you hit a bear or shot a bear or... Yeah. They're normally the cases where people have shot the creature and stuff like that, you know. Um, Not generally just saw it crossing the road and not really interested in them. They're more interested if you've got close and personal with it. Um, Which brings me on to the goat man. Yeah. So... Obviously, where we live, there's been maybe five, six, seven reports that we've taken of, and people again, people call it deer man, goat man, and I can understand why, you know, because I'm going to do a show on it, or we're both going to do a show on it soon, because you get counts of sheep man, deer man, goat man, and they they sound like three very distinct different beings, don't they? But I can tell you now, from what I saw, you could easily describe that as a goat, a deer or a sheep. I've never seen fear, and it was fear, I've never seen fear on a creature like this. This was out of this, well, I'm going to, I'm going to say out of this world, it makes it sound like an alien, but it was, which I don't know, it could be, couldn't it? But it, it, it was unreal. Again, this this happened. So again, we've took loads of reports here uh, at home, but what would you say Winchester is about? 350 miles, something like that? From here? No, from town. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, it's got, to away, three, it? it's got to be away, isn't it? About three hundred miles.
1: Mile. So I'm three hundred miles away from where I've taken seven reports, right? Not thinking about goat man and all that shit, but I am driving through a wooded area, and it's a it's an A road, so it's just two lanes. Uh, you know, oncoming traffic and and you know my lane. Um, it's daylight. Uh, there's woods on either side of the road. I'm driving along, the road dips off. Into the wood. I mean, literally, you go from the tarmac straight into the woods, um, and it drops about two foot. And I see this object, and it caught my eye because it was grey. Right. And obviously, if you imagine now this time of year, you've got the orange leaves all on the ground, uh, the other brown, or orange, that kind of colours. And this was grey, just sat there. And you know, maybe initially I thought it was like um, a tarpaulin or a piece of plastic, yeah. or you know, something. That's blown to the side of the road, that kind of thing. But obviously, as I've approached it, and again, I'm only doing 50 mile an hour on this road, that's the limit we're allowed to do. So that's what speed I was doing. And so I approached it fairly rapidly, and it moved. And I didn't see it move. I saw it move out out my peripheral, but I didn't see it move. So I don't know what it did, right? All I know is that there's movement. And I think it probably hunkered down, is what it did. All right, so I think it was probably standing... And as mm. it seemed me approaching, it, it dropped to all fours. Um, well, actually, it didn't drop to all fours. It actually dropped to like a crouching position. position. Um, again, you can't really describe it because th- this thing, I, w- I would say just crouched down as it was, was probably four to, foot, four to five foot tall in the crouch position. So if it stood up, it's seven foot minimum, I would say. The legs on this thing were probably... The, the hind legs, because the arms were very human-like, but the hind legs were probably that thick, probably, what's that, about a foot and a half across, mm. um, at, you know, at the thigh, and they, they tapered down to, like, a smaller calf, but, again, the calf was huge. It, You know, like, if you see a bison? Yeah, yeah. Right? That's the, that's what I'm talking about, the legs on this thing. Um, but, so it's a cowman? Yeah, it could be a cowman, but, <laughs> you know, I, I don't think it had... Sticking out feet like a rabbit or a human, it probably had like hooves. I would say, I didn't see any toes. You know what I mean? I didn't, and it was big enough where I'm that close to it. This, oh yeah, I didn't say, but it's about twenty feet into the wood line. It's probably not even that actually. It's probably about, hmm. yeah, it's probably about fifteen twenty foot in the wood line. So it's f- you know fairly close. Um, I didn't recognise feet, but the the fear on this thing was, like I say, it was grey. In patches and white, and it was that thick that if you grabbed it, you would have just grabbed handfuls of it.
0: For those who need uh, translation, that's fur, not fear.
1: Fear, yeah, yeah,
0: fur, yeah. It's fluffy, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: but it wasn't hair; it was definitely fair and it was it was really thick. This thing was built for the winter, right? Hmm. It, 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 there's no it's built for this country. Absolutely then. zero issue with this country it's it's gonna live here quite happily right Mm. um but again why you know people say sometimes you see people talking about sheep man now this the the coat on this thing yeah absolutely you know sheep's wool though isn't it yeah obviously but um this wasn't wool it wasn't that you know like when you see a sheep it's kind of curly and yeah you know what i mean this wasn't that it was thick fair again i've no i can't really describe it you know, I can't say, look at that animal or look at this animal. That's what I'm talking about. Because there isn't any other animal that has fear like this. Uh, the the amount of this. this the, ridiculous, you know what I mean? Um, like I say, its upper arms were more human-like. And it was sort of crouched down in a position where you could see its thighs. And it's sort of got its front of its chest and its arms on its knees, almost. Like, yeah. in a cowering sort of position. But it wasn't cowering from me. <laughs> no, but, moving on to its head now, so it, it was looking at me, and it had an oblong head. You know, you know like a deer, a deer head or a, a goat head, but the goat sort of tapers at the front, and deer does to some extent as well, and the snout, it sort of tapers off. This didn't seem to taper, it was just solid all the way from front to back, and its its head was probably, I don't know, easier foot long, and probably a good half a foot you know, high. It was a big head. Didn't see any horns. So, again, you know, when people say deer man, goat man, um, sheep man, I I always used to think of horns. Didn't see any horns on this, but like I said, the hair on this thing, or the fair, was that thick. that If it had small horns, I wouldn't have been able to see it. It had ear rolls, sticking out ear rolls, again, like um, a goat. Um, The nose, the muzzle, the end of it, like, and I don't know if its nostrils were black, But it did seem like the nostrils and the bottom lip were all black. So the front of its face was black. And it had eyes on the side of its head, like you'd expect to see on a goat. But they were bright red. You know, like, you've seen an albino rabbit with them red eyes. We used to have one and got hit by a fox. But those red eyes, that's what this thing had. Those albino eyes. Now, I don't know whether that's coming in and all these creatures or if this was an albino because it was white although it did have specks of gray in it you know patches mm. of gray you know what like you see on a cow where it's got or not not I was going to say giraffe, but not a giraffe, but you see on cows where it has got patches of different colors you think of the friesian yeah um this is what this kind of had but obviously in fair not in its skin which probably if you shaved it its skin would probably be patchy yeah um but yeah it looked at me we made eye contact for a few seconds and it was sort of carrying down and it was doing that. it was doing the look of fuck mm. shit I've been seeing and you could get that from it you, there's no there's no you know there's just, just no getting around it's like walking you know into your garden there's someone in your garden that shouldn't be in your garden and they give you that look of fuck you know what I mean Um that's what this thing was doing there's no getting around it. It was conveying to me, shit. Not, you know, I'm gonna wait. Yeah, I'm gonna do this. None of that shit. It was just literally saying, shit. I've been spoiled. Yeah. So it was more worried about it than me. Um, you know, it it was it was worried. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I, and the interesting, the most interest. Well, that, I mean, that's fairly interesting. But the, the the weirdest thing about it, I should say, that'll be more, you know. Way to explain it is that your brain, when you see this, because you know, like people say, why don't you take a picture? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Why don't you stop? Why didn't I fucking stop? Why didn't I stop? Yeah. Even when I seen it, why didn't I reverse back? I know I'm on an A road, and you know the traffic's going, trying to go at seventy mile an hour behind me and all that. But I can't remember if there's anybody around me. I can't remember if there's any other cars in the vicinity. I can't remember. All I remember is seeing it, and my mind telling me it's a goat, not a goat. It's a deer. In fact, i tell you what my brain said it was, it was a pony. Because that's the only thing I can liken the colour to, the grey. You know, like you might see a grey pony. Yeah. Uh, I might have seen one once. That's the only thing my brain could tell me that was, that, that was the colour of it. Incidentally, i you know, when I got home and that, because again, my brain was still trying to reconcile what it's seen. And even though I knew what I'd seen, my brain's still telling me, and it's, it's, a, it's a really weird feeling. Because your brain's telling you, it's not that, it's not that, it's this, it's that, it's that, and it's trying to fucking find a thing. That matches what you've just seen and it can't yeah but it's going into overdrive and you're 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 asleep at the wheel essentially your brain's doing this shit and you can't do anything about it you know what i mean obviously my subconscious is probably driving the vehicle at that point but the conscious brain is just fucking gone it's it's lost its shit which is really weird if you've just seen a weird animal yeah do you know what i mean they'll have that effect on you but anyway um yeah, I got home and I was looking at um, reindeers and things like that to try and get that color in, because some reindeer are grey. Um, but if you look at their they it's really short. I know maybe in the winter they get it gets a mm. bit longer, but nothing like what this thing was. And again, it didn't have antlers or anything like that. And it, the, the 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 legs on this thing were not reindeer legs. Um, they were they were built for power. I would say this thing can leap. If if you said to me, can that thing leap? 12 foot in the air, I'd say absolutely it can. Those legs were that powerful. You know what I mean? The, the size of them. Mm. It's not just built for running, that. That's built for leaping. That's built for getting away from... Fast, yeah. yeah. And incidentally, because some of the reports I've taken from town, they, one of the guys said, or a couple of guys that seen this one in Woolsey Woods, they said it, it was bounding away from them like a kangaroo. That would explain that. Yeah, that's the, it's exactly out the motion. That, and I've seen those legs on this thing, and I thought, well, yeah, kangaroo. Mm. Um, you know, someone might say, well, it was a wallaby or something like that. We do have wallabies in the UK before anybody says. We know that. In the northeast, they've got a wallaby farm, haven't they? Yeah. And the times escape. Now, this is Winchester. I'd say they're not native to here. No, not like native, no, by any means. But they do get escape quite regular from up there. Mm. Um, but this is nowhere near the northeast.
0: No, they do have them in zoos and things like that. Oh, yeah, that
1: of course but. they do. But in Cleveland, they've got a wallaby farm, and they br- regular escape up there. Um, mm. But again, wallabies are what, four foot tall? Yeah. They're not big at Um You know, kangaroo can be like eight foot tall, can't they? I mean, they're fucking ridiculous. Yeah, they are. But they're brown. Um, wallabies are grey. But again, they don't have fear. Not like this.
0: No, but they may, in this country, have adapted to that.
1: What, well, and grown another
0: four foot well yeah maybe not the maybe not the height wise yeah but I don't really know, don't really know it's a the, weird the, one the, isn't the build
1: it? of this would be would be apart from the feet because I never saw you know when you see a kangaroo they've got massive feet aren't they mm. I didn't see feet like that if it had had hooves like people describe it having hooves absolutely I could go with that because that's kind of what fitted it yeah um but the closest animal you could describe it to is a big kangaroo. That's the shape of this thing. Apart from it's just massive, bulkiness to it. Its chest was a barrel. It wasn't a... Have
0: you not seen some of these kangaroos that are, like, ripped as fuck?
1: Oh, yeah, but this is... I mean, this was a barrel chest on this. This wasn't, yeah. like, a ripped chest. This was a massive stock... If, you, if you'd walked up, you wouldn't, got, you wouldn't have got your arms around it. Hmm. That's the size of this thing, its chest. Again, its legs were, you know, ridiculous. But again, you know... <sighs> What can you say? It was there, broad daylight, just in the middle of nowhere. But it just shows you if you keep your eyes open, yeah, keep your head on a swivel, yeah, you know, when you're going through these forested areas and that, then you might see something strange. But anyway, that's it in a nutshell. So,
0: yeah, that's uh, it's interesting, definitely interesting. I say it's not something I can say I've ever seen. Uh, it's not something I, yeah, I still can't wrap my head around the description, but I suppose it's not. It's one of them ones that you're not gonna really understand until you actually
1: see it. Yeah, yeah. Seeing is believing. With that, I mean, I didn't. It's not. I'm not saying I didn't believe in them because I, I did. Because too many people who don't give a shit about this know stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. They don't care about this. They're not interested in it. They're not dedicated their lives to go and find them. They've just mm. seen it, reported it, and moved on. Um, yeah. Th- those people that, if you was to talk about it, they would take the piss out of you. They're the sort of people that end up seeing it. You know, there's someone that we know fairly well the other day who doesn't believe in this stuff absolutely categorically. It's bullshit, right? When, he's, when you try and explain to him about Bigfoot and um, the evidence of Bigfoot, then they'll just keep going on about angels. But people report angels. It's mm. not the same. No. Right, but they don't believe it, and then they're out and about with friends, and they see a dog man hunkered down trying to sleep. Yeah, in the middle of the forest, and broad again—that was broad daylight. So you know they don't—they don't believe in this. Even now, when you they've seen what they've seen, but they still won't accept it. Yeah, you know, which is weird. But again, I can understand because, like, my brain wouldn't have it. But just on this um, alien situation, before I forget, uh, Jack Fillet, obviously, you know, he's well-known in the UFO field, he wrote a book called Passport to uh, Magonia. And in that book, he, he recants a story that was written by a French Liberian the name of Anton LaRouche de Lindsay. All right. And this book was about elves. Right. But it says if a mortal being dares to come near them and they open their mouth, they are struck by a breath which escapes from it. Well, in this case it says that the person um, is poisoned and dies. But it's interesting that we get this in a book about elves, a very similar thing to what this guy was, uh, this Mm. machine was operating this Vapor. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. And back in 1836, if someone saw a machine that was emitting vapor, would they say it was an elf? Don't know. Quite possible. What else could they say? They couldn't say alien. Oh,
0: well, they wouldn't have the uh, the knowledge of it, would they? So I don't know. Really don't know. It's very strange. So elves, Yeah there is... UFOs Alien. so we've covered quite you know we've not been here for 3 weeks and we've covered pretty much the whole spectrum.
1: <laughs> yeah. But again if there's anybody out there that's seen either these sorts of creatures, a UFO, an elf, a dog man, a goat man, a deer man, a sheep man, a bigfoot, a man man, particularly in the U- <laughs> U- UK I'm really interested. We don't have bigfoots, we have wild man and yeah. they are very different what goes on in America very very different yes their approach and everything about it and again we'll we're going to touch on this soon I think we'll do a show on the UK wild man but uh, if anyone's seen any of that then please 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 get in touch go on to Facebook find us on there Bizarre Tales make sure you subscribe to the podcast because that helps massively you know you don't have to always send us money and all that stuff well good job really um yeah but you know, you, you you subscribe to the podcast that helps us out massively. If you can go across to YouTube, um, type in "Bizarre Tales Podcast." Our uh, YouTube will come up. Join that uh, because these episodes that we record, we will try and record them live on YouTube. Yeah, if so, you're available, and we're recording at the same time, you're available. Obviously, be able to watch us record yeah. it and get your questions in. You yeah, know, and they will.
0: We will try and put like a uh, schedule up on yeah yeah on Facebook I mean, it's so. very
1: difficult with the schedule at work at the minute but isn't it just obviously you'll get notified when we go live if you do the bell thing and all that. And if you're on you if you're on our Facebook group we'll tell you if we're gonna go live that day we'll tell you. Um but you'll get notified if you can jump on with us and you've got a question so we say we're talking about like this and you say, Oh I, I heard a story like this from such and place then tell us and we can yeah. you know, we'll obviously get that thing. Or if you've got a question, you know, like, you know, what what did this do? What did that do? What did it you know? Uh, what did it, what did that thing smell like? Uh, that that gas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never heard him say that actually. I don't think anyone asked him, but well, I suppose he even knows if he passed out. But um but yeah, so get yourself to the YouTube anything else. YouTube, Facebook, PayPal. Yeah. Um <laughs> obviously, well better than that, if if you go to the um description and click the link for our shop um oh yeah you will see our grimberian t-shirts grimberian mm. clothing obviously not just t-shirts it's hoodies clothes um t-shirts obviously clothes uh, shorts yeah lots of fucking shit in there so we're working on a
0: bikini range so if anyone wants to absolutely. model that for us yeah um so if you
1: haven't already i know a lot of you have no so will, please we don't go want you check model. out yeah. even yeah <laughs> even if um <laughs> yeah, you, know, you might not buy anything, but go and check it out. Please check it out. Um, the, I think there's something on there for everyone. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Pretty much. Unless you're woke. Yeah. Oh, and actually you can, They
0: don't listen to our show anyway, so... Yeah, well, it's not for the oak, It's anti-wocal. woke. It is Definitely. very anti-woke. But go... So. Um,
1: obviously, you can find us on Facebook at Grimberry and Cloven. Yes. Um, you yeah. know... So that's the easiest way to do it. If you go to the Bizarre Tales podcast, that's a good way to support us as well. Because yeah, well it, you you get, you get summit, something get out some of it, you know. Yeah. With, with Patreon, it, it's more transactional. All, this this is you know, it's our t-shirts, our designs. The Again, money goes to us. If you go breakfast. and check the t-shirts out, and you you want the, this logo in a certain color on a certain color t-shirt, that kind of shit, you let me know. Within we, within ten minutes, it's up. It's live. Yeah, you we go can and buy it, for it. No problem. So you could do that um, you know if you want a certain slogan and whatever you want yeah. just let us know and we can do it we can literally you know it's, it's yeah. ours we could do what yeah. we want so you know please go check it out the link will be in the description it's but if not you know if you on, listen on Spotify things like that and obviously yeah. you can't get to the link very easy then just look for um, our Facebook group uh, which is Grimberry and Clothing yeah. or go to the Bizarre Tales podcast and group on Facebook and the link will be in there yeah so easy way to find it check it out buy something help us out for Christmas Mm. God bless you and all that good shit God save the king him as well and the reptile and we'll see you (laughs) on we'll see you on the other side
0: well they've gone oh just for now it wasn't the right time for us to meet but there'll be other nights Now there's stars for us to watch. They'll be back.